Hey, Julie. Welcome to the Rise for Educators podcast, the podcast where we share research-based tools that relate to empowerment, self-care, and all things education. Each week, we discuss the RISE system, a model we created to make it easy to identify which self-care tools are the best for you. We also talk about the ladder, a tool that connects the dots between your mind and your body. I'm Julie. And I'm Holly. We are instructional coaches and sister-in-laws who decided to take our conversations about these ideas out of the corner of our family gatherings and put them into a podcast. Welcome to episode 34. Our topics for today are ASMR on the scene, the science of ASMR, and an ASMR tool. So how are you doing, Hal? I'm good. How about you, Julie? Pretty good. My check-in for this week is I am trying to add meditation into my uh, daily habits. Ah, <laughs> so, nice. so now, yeah, so I um, have been, I'm on day two. Okay, good. That's where it starts. <laughs> Day two, and I've decided just to start small. I know meditation is so powerful, and everyone talks about it, and I have meditated in the past and felt the benefits of it, but then it's just been one of those habits that I've dropped. So yeah. I'm going to try. So I'm trying to pick that back up. So um, I started yesterday, and I'm just doing five minutes. I'm starting with five minutes a day. And I, my favorite meditation um, person, uh, who you can listen to on Spotify and she has her own website. I'm sure we've talked about her before is Tara Brock. Yeah. We've talked about her. Haven't yeah, we? She's great. Yes. Yeah. But I think she, she's great. She's just my favorite. So I decided that I'm just going to, cause sometimes when I go to meditate, it's like, well, should I just not listen to anything? Should I listen to music? Should I listen to a guided meditation? And I usually don't like guided meditations because I don't know why I just feel like, eh, I mean, sometimes you just, whatever they're saying, maybe you're just not in sync with it. But anyway, so I listened to, but today I thought it's just easier to have something to listen to. So Tara Brock and she has like meditations that are five minutes long, 20 minutes long. And then she also does these talks, um, which are just so peaceful. And I think she's like kind of a hybrid, like she's a psychologist. Um, I think she's maybe like a, she's not like a pure Buddhist. She's something like kind of this like Buddhist mixed with Christianity. It's kind of this mix. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just everything, she's the one that has the rain. Did we ever talk about the rain technique? I don't think we have, but I think that's a great one to mention. Yeah. She talks about um, one way to kind of deal with your emotions is by using the acronym rain, which is um, when you're feeling something to recognize where it is in your body is the R and then the A is to, I think it's, I'm almost forgetting now, but I think it's to acknowledge it. And then the, what is the I? Uh, <laughs> clearly, I clearly I haven't done rain in a while. So, um, yeah. But I know the N is nurture it. Nate. So, oh, yeah. right. Anyway, right. anyway, yeah. Tara Brock rain. Um, she's just really very peaceful. So if you're feeling I don't know, not as peaceful. I would totally recommend Tara Brock because she's just kind of amazing. So that's where I'm at. Yep. How about you, Hal? Yeah. Uh, I that you're taking up the meditation. I'm, I'm just such a believer in meditating. And in fact, when I was going through COVID a few weeks ago, it was something I sort of prioritized. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had read somewhere that um, there was a group of people who had come down with COVID and they made this concerted effort to meditate twice a day. Um, so when I came down to, well, when I was, you know, I didn't know I had it for a week, but, 
even so I was like, all right, you know what? I'm a big believer in trusting your body and that you can do a lot of things if your body is in a good place. So I really worked um, using the rise system to, you know, kind of reset my body. And that was, and, and kind of get my inner voice in a good place. And um, that was, you know, that's always part of my routine. Mm -hmm. And I oftentimes do it in the morning and at night, but I tried to do it more often than that. Um, And it, you know, nobody was at home. So it was easy to do that other than my husband. So yeah. And I, and I, you know, I had a really, I think light case and maybe that did, I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah. So I usually use the Calm app. Um, there's a different Tara. I can't remember what her name mm. is. No, Tara Brock is actually <laughs> the, on the Calm app as well. Is she really? Okay. Yeah. And I okay. found her randomly a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, started listening to her. Then I was on the Calm app because the Calm app used to have, used to be free for educators. Yeah. I don't know if it still is, but they had this like Calm for educators free. And I, so I have like this, um, subscription so I have full access to the calm and I don't know maybe a year ago or so all of a sudden Tarbrack was on I'm like huh okay cool I'm not alone she's amazing yeah yeah I, and, and you know it's so yeah. funny because we're talking about ASMR this week and part of it is um you know part of ASMR is like these sounds and and she has such a soothing sound like ASMR is more people mm-hmm. whispering but I think Tarbrack's amazing in so many ways but I think her voice lends itself so well to these meditations because it is so calming and peaceful yeah Um, yeah you have to you have to be if you're going to do a guided meditation you have to be that the person's voice has to be okay because there's some like I don't know some that I don't I know people like headspace yeah, I haven't used that. For yeah, a and long I time. listen to that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like I, I can give that about five seconds, and it just doesn't. It feels agitating to me. Interesting. I mean, you know, yeah, I get that. I'm sure maybe they have that. different uh, voices on it now, but when I listened to it before, I was like, oh, that yeah, that just doesn't yeah. vibe with me at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I love the Calm app too. I use that all the time. Like every single day, I use it. <laughs> and see, I forgot um, about the Calm app. This is yeah. my biggest issue. I bounce around so much, I can't even keep track. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm I like, know, oh, but yeah, that's part of mixing I don't know why I didn't think like yeah. to go back to calm, but anyway, but Tarbrock's yeah. still just my yeah. favorite. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think insight timer is another one. If people oh. are looking for meditation apps, cause I, I like you also downloaded calm a long time ago. And so I do have the full access for free. Um, but I don't know that they're giving that for teachers right now. So if you're looking Maybe. for a free app, insight timer is totally free to everyone. And there are gazillion, um, guided guided meditations music meditate like just everything you could you know want so if you're looking for a free app that's a good one to try yeah okay so my check-in for today is that well my school went back to remote learning so I'm laughing because now let's see we started remote and then the kids were in person and then my school um had an outbreak including when I got COVID so then we were all back to remote and then we were back for, I think, a, a week and a half, maybe, Okay. to in-person. And now we're remote until the beginning of the year. <laughs> so I'm just laughing. It's been like back and yeah. forth and back and forth. But but I will say, I think it has caused tons of resilience with teachers. Um, because unlike at the beginning of the year where everybody's kind of freaking out about like, oh, my gosh, how do we do this? What's this going to be like? It's like people have navigated this whole virtual environment. Mm-hmm. Um and so despite the fact that we've gone, you know, forward, backward, forward, backward, 
forward, backward. I don't know how many times it's like this time around, it was kind of like, I think a real relief actually for most teachers to just be like, all right, the holidays are coming up. That makes sense that people are likely to be getting together in some capacity, at least some people. And so that makes sense. The virus will probably spread a little bit more. So um, I think everybody was a little bit in a better place to kind of be like, whew, yeah. you know, at least through this period, we're going to be home and not have to worry about that. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to my friend, Kim, who's an awesome longtime listener and an amazing person. And she was talking about, you know, kind of this feeling about the loss of, you know, experiencing things during the holidays, like, you know, whether it's the zoo lights or, you know, like uh, the, I know we go, I usually do the Geneva house walk, mm-hmm. the Christmas walk. And it's so fun. I look forward to it with my friend, Barb, we do it every single year. And then other people kind of joined us over the year. So sometimes it's a big group, sometimes it's smaller, but it's just something I look forward to every single year. And I was just thinking it's usually the first week in December. And I thought, yeah, you know, this is what I would be doing, but it's, it's a little bit of a loss. Um, so we were talking about like, well, what else can we do? So I was just going to bring up a couple of things. Um, Kim mentioned that she usually goes to the parade in Lake Geneva, the Christmas parade. Oh. Hmm. And she said, so they're doing a reverse parade where they're going to park the floats in different areas. And then there's going to be like a drive by where the cars still drive by. So I was oh. like, you know, like a lot of creativity right. and people, you know, are using a lot of creativity to kind of work around things. Um, and I was just going to mention that out in Elburn, which is a little bit closer to where I live, um, except for further out into the country, there's this house, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And um, it's called the Larson Christmas House. Mm. And um, they have like amazing light show and you can sync it up to music. I think it's on a radio channel or something. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. So, you know, if you're looking for ways to still have a little piece of the holiday season, but, you know, looking to do it in a more safe way that those might be some things to check out. Hmm, Those are good ideas. I also, you know, the Morton Arboretum around here. Oh, and I'm sure there's other places they, that they usually do like zoo lights and, you know, like Lincoln Park Zoo has the lights and, um, and I don't know what the zoos are doing, but the, but Morton Arboretum is doing where you can drive through when they're doing lights and stuff. Um, but, um, they're sold out. <laughs> I literally looked. Oh, <laughs> they're sold out, but then there's sort of like a disclaimer, like check back, but when tickets open up, blah blah blah. So I'm going to be checking. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, everyone's trying to find like that. something, something to do. So yeah, I get your Christmas yeah. on a little yeah. bit, but like, how, you know. But I think we're still going to be, you know, maybe not with extended family. That's the thing, you know. Everybody's kind of doing their thing, but. Um, yeah, like usually the big, you know, everybody getting together to bake cookies. I know we do that in my family a little bit. And um, yeah, so there are just some pieces. It's like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So today we are focusing on an E tool and E and RISE stands for environment. So environment tools are things that you use that are outside your body. So they're not created within your body, um, but there's something that you can put in the environment to affect your positively affect your well-being. And so today we're talking about something called ASMR, which stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. And it's an, it's a really interesting topic for several reasons, mm-hmm. but it's um, experienced only by a small or not a small, but a subset of the population. So listen in, this might be a really effective tool for you, or it may not be. That's really true with all the tools that we're talking about, 
but this one seems to have a few more polarized reactions. So let's try it out. Here's a quick disclaimer. We are gonna play an ASMR clip. What's interesting about ASMR is that people experience it really differently. Some people, and some people will talk about it as generally very positive and some people respond to it neutrally and some even respond negatively. So let's try it out and see where you are on the ASMR spectrum. So take a breath, maybe close your eyes and take a listen. What do you hear? Continue to listen and notice your body's response to this sound clip. Okay, so this is an excerpt from the YouTube video, ASMR Sounds, that will melt, that'll melt your brain. So you can look that up if you're interested in hearing more of it. And this was a pretty short clip. But if you try it for an extended version, you might be one of these people that experiences this like tingly sensation in your brain. And that's ASMR. So I had never heard of ASMR before. Um, but it came up when we were researching ways that, you know, we're always looking for kind of out of the box ways that you can um, reset your body and relax your brain. And it turns out it's this huge thing. Um, even though the acronym ASMR was not coined into till 2014 by a gal named Jen Allen, um, it's this biological response. And some people are like, oh, yeah, I experienced that when I was a kid you know, trying on shoes in, mm -hmm. in the shoe store or um, getting my hair cut, you know, or when somebody was like brushing my hair, I experienced that or watching somebody brush somebody's hair. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been around, but it just didn't have an actual name until 2014. Uh, but now it's the second most popular search term for people in the U.S. So like for a Google search, you mean? Well, when people search YouTube. Oh, for YouTube. Okay. Um, so, the, uh, sorry. So these are the top YouTube searches. Okay. Um, so actually number one is PewDiePie, which I also didn't know what that was, but ended up looking at a video and actually we, I asked Cole, your, your youngest, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it. He was like, oh yeah, it's this comedian. And so I watched a few of the videos this morning, uh, which is funny that that's, it, it just goes to show you, like, I don't, I think it must be an age group thing. Cause I yeah. had no idea. I'd never heard of this. PewDiePie yeah. Mm-hmm. But ASMR is the second most popular thing searched. So it shows you like what a big deal that is. Yeah. And it searched more than music. That's so hard to believe because I had never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so top ASMR artists are getting these sponsorship deals and they have like over 11 million views on their videos. Hmm. Um. And it's funny. So ASMR, like you'll, you'll look at this video and it's like this person, sometimes it's just really soft sounds, mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes it's a person whispering or tapping their fingers, like on the surface of something or, you know, blowing into something. So it's just like, it's this soundscape along with sort of this visual component. Mm. Um, 
but these the top ASMR artists are getting these huge sponsorship deals and and things like places like IKEA and Sony and McDonald's are all having like kind of taking off on this phenomenon because I'm sure they see the searches on YouTube like this is a big thing right um it almost just like reminds me of like like the commercials where they like oh just open a can of coke Yes. You know, like that's exactly. been kind of like around for a long time, obviously, yeah. you know, where they're using sounds um, like that. But um, it seems like this is like that on steroids. Yeah, I think that is they talk about kind of this layering effect, how mm-hmm. it's kind of like the sound piece with the visual component. Um, I don't know. I remember during the Super Bowl, there was this commercial of Zoe Kravitz and she was like whispering mm-hmm. in front of the mountains. Um, but that, I didn't know at the time, but I'm like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So what exactly is ASMR? So again, ASMR stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. It's sometimes called brain whispering or brain orgasm. This is an involuntary warm and tingling sensation that some people get in response to auditory input, like whispering or tapping or visual input, like watching other people doing things like brushing their hair or giving a head massage. Now, Holly, that sounds kind of weird. <laughs> I think we're going to lose some listeners here. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, some people think it's weird and other thinks it's sexual. In fact, it was banned by the Chinese government who called it vulgar and pornographic. And PayPal even started blocking payments to an ASMR artist who was receiving money to make custom videos, though that has been overturned. <laughs> I know, and I am laughing about it because it's uh, one thing I've been doing is like asking people, so do you know what ASMR is? And I just say most people in that are my friends have not heard of it at all. But I said it to like my girls and their friends and they're like, oh yeah. And it's so funny seeing their reactions. Like I told you, Julie, I was like, oh, I talked to one of my girls and she was like, you can't do a podcast episode on that. Like that's, that's like weirdly sexual. And then um, I think we were talking to and to I think one of the other girls. yeah, and yeah she so. was my daughter was just like oh it's just like sounds I'm like how did you yeah. even know that so yeah, yeah so obviously the younger generation is a little bit tuned into this ASMR and whether you interpret it as it's just like sounds and sort of this uh I don't know like a new almost like a new genre um or yeah. you interpret it as being kind of weird so yeah <laughs> well and talking about weird like it, it because it's it's kind of come on the scene so quickly you know, I think things happen like that. Sometimes it's like controversy can come with it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. So one of the major controversies I totally get is like, there are these child ASMR artists that have kind of come on the scene and some are getting paid huge money to do these videos. Um, There's this 13 year old girl named McKenna Kelly that's making a thousand dollars a day on YouTube from, from advertisers for these videos. And she said like, You know, in the uh, article, it was talking about how she had been doing just like, you know, she had this YouTube channel and she was trying to get subscribers and she was doing like beauty tutorials or like talking with friends. And she said, you know, I tried this ASMR video of uh, me eating honey off a honeycomb, like a sticky honeycomb. And her subscribers went up like by 7,000 or something just from this one, one video that ended up going viral. 
Um, and her subscribership has just grown from that. So then, of course, after that, she's she's like, well, then I made 50 more ASMR videos that summer. Wow. And the number of her subscribers continued to skyrocket. So like the controversy is, which I get because as I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, you know, we're I mean, I think uh, my oldest wanted to do a, when she was like in junior high, she wanted to do a YouTube video. And I know. This was like a roundabout, round and about thing that my husband and I were talking about. Like, oh, we don't really want to, you know, open her up to that kind of exposure. It just feels a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's also uh, this whole generate this whole new generation of kids, and you know, you see the kids like unwrapping the boxes and whatever. So, um, but you know, some people yeah. are kind of like, well you know, on, on the, on the one side, it's like, well, it makes sense. A child would do an ASMR video because ASMR really is about like feeling safe and unthreatened and what's less threatening than like a child's voice. Um, and yet others would say, okay, it's just not okay yeah. for a child to trigger this like tingly sensation in adults. Yeah. So as you're talking about this, Holly, I don't know if, if you saw, there was a I don't even know where I saw it. If it was, I think it, maybe it was a TikTok that someone showed me and it was a groundhog eating and it was so cute. It was the cutest thing. And it was just this little groundhog and he was just like chomping away at nuts or something. I don't even know what he was eating, but it was so cute. But it was, um, it was a video probably a month ago. It went viral and it's kind of reminds me, it's just like kind of relaxing and yeah. and sort of just like sweet and charming i don't know about a child eating a honeycomb i know I, but before right. we take I, mean, I kind of I, I googled her name and i kind of looked at it and i was like hmm, that's i don't know about that i mean people have a lot of time on their hands right now kids who are yeah. learning virtually and they're at home they have a lot of time on their hands and we all know that they're looking at their phones um so that makes that's kind of you know another phenomenon that we're not outside out and about as much but yeah. um there's something relaxing, you know, just about watching. There's been a couple like animals eating and it's just kind of like sweet. And it's also just so um, kind of like just down to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like very grounding in a way because it just kind of, yeah. it's almost like mindless. It's only. Well, and that's interesting because it's like different people experience that differently, you know? So, and I think that's what this ASMR is like that's one of the things I've been doing. I've been asking people like not only the kids, um, but I'll show videos. Like we just did it to our sister-in-law recently when we were together yeah. and I could just watch her face. And I thought she was going to react like this. And I was watching her face as, as soon as I pressed play on the video, I think it was somebody like tapping on, on the table or something with these long fingers. And then like, you know, rubbing, rubbing the table kind of like softly making this like sandpaper sound. Um, but her face was like all contorted, like, ew, <laughs> you know, um, and it is funny. Like I really watch people's faces when I show it to them, like show it. And then I kind of watch their faces and it's funny. Like within the first couple seconds, I can tell right away if somebody's going to be open to it or not. Right. And I think like we've all experienced some of like some, some of this, but to really think of it as intentionally listening to relax as opposed to some of this just happening and not really saying, Oh, this is ASMR and I'm really intentional. Yeah. I think that's for me, the difference. Um, yeah. So to many people who experience this, it's very relaxing. It's pleasant. It's a pleasant sensation and something that they rely on to go to sleep each night. So today we're going to talk about exactly um, what it does do to some people's brains. Um, 
because people, people who like it often love it. So it might be a really effective tool for some of you. Okay. So what's happening in the body when this is happening? Um, there was a study out of the University of Sheffield that looked at the physical effects of ASMR. And in this experiment, they had participants watch two ASMR videos and kind of like track their heart rate and then one non-ASMR video. And for people who reported that they experienced this tingling sensation, which is called ASMR in their brain, um, they, their heartbeats dropped an average of 3.14 seconds with the ASMR videos compared to the non-ASMR videos. Hmm. And people who did not report it did not experience this heart rate drop, I guess. Okay. Um, and then, then, the, then it was like kind of connected with their brain images. So now what's happening on a deeper level in your brain. And they showed that people who reported experiencing the ASMR, they showed different brain regions that lit up mm. both brain regions that cause like the calm response, similar to when you meditate, those same regions would light up in addition, which makes it a little bit different to the reward center of your brain mm. um, that the part that kind of is more stimulating. So that's, what's interesting about ASMR is it's both relaxing and exciting kind of all at the same time, mm -hmm. which is yeah, really interesting. Hmm. Um, so what's actually happening here? Um, I think, you know, I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, we've talked about these mirror neurons um, and that humans, like we're designed to connect with people and we kind of have these mirror neurons that are activated to mimic other people. And we've talked about that with our social tools. Like when you're talking to somebody, both your language patterns and your body language kind of sync up together. Um, and that's because of these mirror neurons. But I think these mirror neurons go deeper than that. So like when somebody feels an emotion or experiences some kind of sensation, whether it's positive or negative, I think it's our mirror neurons that like allow us to experience this on maybe a variety of different levels. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we have empathy for other people. Cause it's like, Oh, that person's feeling sad. I know what it's like to feel sad. And like, I can almost feel, you know, and some people feel it more strongly than other, but I can feel their sadness. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that it's the same thing going on with ASMR. It's like, you know, you're seeing somebody do something and it's almost like you can feel, feel it as if you're doing it yourself. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So in a 2017 study, they found 20% of the people experienced ASMR strongly, 40% experienced it mildly, and the other 40% did not experience it at all. At the University of Winnipeg, they did a study which gave participants the big five personality test. This test consists of 50 questions and doesn't take that long to complete. You can Google it and find free versions all over the web. Based on how you answer the questions, you'll get a score in each of the following areas. Extroversion, neuroticism, agreeability, conscientiousness, and openness. The most common categories of people who did respond to ASMR videos in a positive way were openness and neuroticism. So kind of being like open to things and also like being neurotic, being anxious. Which I, I guess that makes sense kind to of, me. Like you're like, anxious and kind of like more prone to being kind of like stressed out or sad. But then I, but then at the, on the opposite end of it, you're open maybe to um, 
to receiving and trying to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes back to like when I was showing people like really right out of the bat, I was like, that was the openness I was seeing or not seeing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, uh, are, are you open to this new experience or right away? Are you like, yeah, that's super weird. Mm-hmm. I don't. And of course, if you're thinking it's super weird, you're not, it's, it's not going to have any effect, a positive effect on you. Right. I don't think. Although it is interesting because there were a few people that I tried this with that had a really negative effect. And I think, you know, as you were talking about how there's, I know it was, what was it? 20% maybe, um, there are 40, I don't know what it is, but there are, there is a portion of the population that responds negatively. And they said, sometimes that's because they actually have these heightened sensory responses. So this tapping or, Mm -hmm. you know, blowing or whatever, like that's actually bothersome to them. That's interesting. Um, there was another exploratory study done by a group, um, or two, two people called Barrett and Clark to find out, okay, so what are the trends? People who use ASMR, what are the trends in how they use it or how mm-hmm. they experience it? Um, so most reported using it right before bed and in quiet environments. And it was shown to uh, really improve, like really improve people's sleep habits. And I, I'm not a great sleeper, so I'm always looking for something mm-hmm. that can improve that. Um, they described the sensation as a tingling sensation that starts at the back of your scalp and progresses down your neck and spine. And they also said that they use it to improve their stress and their sleep. Those are the two most commonly reported Mm -hmm. reasons for using it. And, you know, I think that makes sense. So as I'm hearing, um, like the tingling sensation that starts at the back of your scalp and progresses down your neck and spine, that I have experienced that. I never thought it was ASMR. Like when you go to get your hair cut, like sometimes, and I haven't really noticed this in a long time, but I haven't thought about it, but now I'm going to think about it. Um, like sometimes I'll get my hair cut and I literally feel like I'm going to fall asleep. I I know other people, I, I've not experienced that before, but really? I know other people that feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes there have been times where I'm like so relaxed, but it's, and I have had kind of like that tingling feeling when I'm going to get my hair cut, whether they're brushing your hair or, or cutting it or whatever they're, you know, whatever they're doing. Um, so I think I have experienced it that way. Um, and now, like, I'm also thinking, I just bought, and Holly, I know I told you this, I just bought, um, I don't know if this is a, a ASMR, but I bought a candle that has the wood wick that crackles. Yes. And, oh, um, I and I kind of can't decide if it's annoying or if I like it. <laughs> uh, I love that. I know I've gotten mine at TJ Maxx. What is it called? What's that brand again? It's like Woodwick. I think I got Woodwick. it at Target. Okay. And so it just has like the wick is actually wood. And it crackles yeah. while it's burning. Someone told me about it and I was like, oh, okay. And it's a small thing, but I had it, um, I had it going in the kitchen the other day and my husband was like, someone making coffee. I mean, first of all, we make so many pots of coffee in our house. <laughs> it's like ridiculous because we have everyone home, uh, college kids and out of college kids and everyone, lots of coffee. So um, my husband thought it was the coffee pot going and he's like, someone making coffee? It's like, no, that's the candle. And he was like, oh, like, that's kind of annoying. And, and I agree. I was like, it is. It's, it's kind of like, a, it's a little bit. Okay. So I don't know if that's ASMR, but I have it going right now. And I didn't yeah. intentionally do that for this episode, <laughs> but like, I'm enjoying it now. It's kind of soothing, but I don't know. So, so I, I have experienced ASMR, like that tingling down your spine. It also reminds me of, did you ever do when you were a kid, like break, break a, a pretend egg on your head? Yeah. Like, I, that's, oh my I think like that's what we did as kids. And we were like totally. creating that feeling. 
without totally. like think about like when we were like on the playground I remember being like in third grade and it was like, oh, let me break the egg on your head. And then the, and the person does like the egg yolk and they like run their hands like down, you know, your face and your shoulders. And you're like, oh, that feels good. Like that's what we were doing, like creating that experience. And then what else was there? Like the burns when people give you the burn and they like twist your arm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's all spiders crawling up your back. Yeah, we were. I mean, that is just, which is interesting because we never thought intentionally what we were doing but really that's what you're doing is you're trying to create this experience and this to me is just like being really intentional now of course we have people doing it on youtube and blah blah blah. but yeah yeah and i was gonna that's so interesting Uh, yeah i mean that's and so again this has been around forever it's just we didn't have a name for it or like you know it, it didn't come to the forefront um I guess I was thinking, so during this research for this, I was watching a lot of different A's like, does this affect me? Am I getting tingly? I don't know, you know? And there are certain things like the whisper videos, I don't find quite as relaxed. Like Tara Brock's voice, very relaxing. So it's not, but the ASMR artists that I looked at, they kind of like get really close and then they're like, Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one I watched did that too. And I wasn't even really tuned into what he was doing, but he was whispering and then doing all these sounds and he had all these little gadgets yeah. with him. And I thought, yeah, the whispering is a little weird. Tara does not whisper. She just like kind of has this like no. naturally like just chill voice. Yeah. But the sound. So I've been a few things. I've been watching the videos. I try to do the whole experience. So there were a few videos and it's the head massage. There's a, this barber. I can't remember who it is, but um, this guy that's a barber and there's this bald guy. And so he was using all of these like Chinese massage implement tools on this guy's head. And I have to say, I was like, I get it. I, this is awesome. Like I am feeling this whole like tingly sensation. Um, Wait, this so is there from are... watching this on YouTube? Yeah. So that's the fact... different thing is like, you're not actually experiencing it. Yourself. And I think that's more what ASMR is, it's watching is when you it. watch something or, or listen to something and without actually experiencing it yourself, like you evoke these, this tingling sensation. Okay. Yeah. So that's, but I'm not totally sure because some people talked about when they were little, you know, getting their, putting their foot, like for the shoe salesman, mm-hmm. like the shoe salesman measuring their foot and that like kind of triggering the same response. And maybe it's both. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, but um, anyways, watching this barber guy on YouTube and he had, you know, one of those, um, well, he had a few things. He had like this clawed thing that he was putting all over this guy's head and, and also doing actual massage where mm-hmm. he was like rubbing his head. And then, do you know, those like spider, it almost looks like a spider. It's got like the legs, the wire legs that yeah. hanging down mm-hmm. and you go up and down, like almost like a plunger on top of your head. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, I was watching, like, this was a video I kind of kept coming back to. I'm like, oh, this is, this is what triggers me. Like, this is, this is a good feeling to me. And then I ended up like on a whim ordering from Amazon, those like spider. Yeah. Those, like, head massager. Spider okay. So <laughs> that's interesting. Massager. So it's whether it's like actually experience, you're not actually experiencing the touch of something, but you're actually yeah. watching it. And then your mirror neurons are transmitting it. You're, you're absorbing it and experiencing it through somebody, through something else. Yeah. And what is really interesting. So we get these tools, right. And then I'm like, you know, trying on my head, my husband's, the girls or whatever, and it does feel good, but it isn't the same kind of good that mm. it, it was when I was watching it. So I was like, that's really interesting. Like that you, the actual experience is not replicated in or what you think it is. Mm. Yeah. It, and both were good, but 
there was definitely a difference in, in the two. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So uh, for this week, the ASMR tool is to put ASMR into your routine and see how it works for you. So what you would do is you would lay down in a quiet space, maybe before you go to sleep at night, and you would play an ASMR video, either watch it or just listen to it. Sounds like there's a lot of ASMR on YouTube. And notice how your body reacts. Do you notice relaxation or irritation or any tingles? And maybe this is something that you can add to your um, repertoire of environment tools to um, feel better. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe even a step in there is before you do it, because if you're not open to it, it will not work. So kind of like setting yourself up ahead of time, like, okay, you know, I'm going to try this and I'm going to be open to the experience. Mm -hmm. You want like kind of out of curiosity as opposed to like, this is a little weird, might be pornographic. (laughs) I just think it's like Uh, sound therapy. You remember we talked about Jim Donovan on our tapping episode. Yeah. Really kind of similar to that. It's really like sound therapy, but if you're watching it then you're adding, I mean, if you're closing your eyes, you're just listening. It's just sound therapy, but it can be visual and it's a human that is intentionally creating these sounds and they're a little bit just unusual. Uh, They're not just like drum tapping. So it's just sort of a, a more elaborate, like sound visual tool. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking, actually, because we were talking at the beginning of the episode, you know, that it's an e-tool for environment because it's something that is created outside your body and you kind of like are experiencing it by being in the same environment. Mm -hmm. But probably it becomes an R tool to reset your body when if you actually do the massage to yourself or the shoe, shoe salesman touches your foot. So maybe it's the experience is the same, but it's like acts in a different way. Mm -hmm. Okay, so give ASMR videos or the sound recordings a try. I mean, what do you have to lose? You know, Mm -hmm. it could be just what you need to relax and improve your sleep. You know, the studies have shown that it really does do that for some people. Mm -hmm. But as always, we believe all tools are most powerful when personalized. So make it your own. Find your own triggers. So this week is about the ASMR phenomenon and being open to trying it. Let us know if this worked for you. You can contact us on email at riseforeducators at gmail. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at riseforeducators. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for tuning in and join us next Monday for our next episode of Rise for Educators. Bye, Julie. Bye, Hal. Have a good week. You too.